What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Jonas. This is episode 29. Um, so today we're going to be looking at NXT and NXT UK from the 6th of March. So this uh, Wednesday just gone. Lots of uh, great action to talk about. Especially in NXT, got four cracking first round matches from the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, uh, with the winners of that tournament, of course, going on to face War Raiders at NXT New York uh, this April, WrestleMania weekend. We'll also be talking about the first ever Falls Count Anywhere match um, on NXT UK TV between Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin. That's also a cracker. We'll talk more about the matches very, very soon. Later on in the episode, we're going to be looking at my fast lane predictions. Of course, the latest WWE far, uh, pay-per-view is uh, going to be happening this coming Sunday. And this is the final WWE pay-per-view before WrestleMania uh, next, uh, next month, the 7th of April. And uh, even Fastlane has a really, really good uh, solid card, so I can't wait to talk more about some of them up-and-coming matches. However, let's uh, just want to do a little bit of a, a plug for some of my social media channels, like I like to do at the beginning of every episode. If you want to reach out to Wrestling With Johnners, you can email us uh, at uh, wrestlingwithjohners at gmail.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's wrestlingwithjohners at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter as well, um, at withjohners underscore pod. Uh, even look us up on uh, Instagram. Uh, just simply search Wrestling With Johnners or uh, www.instagram.com forward slash Wrestling With Johnners. We've also got a Facebook group which is growing by the day. Uh, just go on to Facebook, search for Wrestling With Johnners and join the group for all of the daily news, updates, fun, interaction, some banter on there as well. Now, just uh, for our up-and-coming episode, we do have another episode uh, coming out in a few days' time um, after Elimination Chamber, and I'll be joined by guest host David Anderson. Now, David's joined me on uh, other episodes before, most notably the Royal Rumble episode from the beginning of the year and Elimination Chamber from last month, and he'll be joining me again, uh, my guest host, uh, for the Fastlane pay-per-view review. We're hoping to have that up uh, by Thursday, so because of work commitments and one or two other things, can't get it recorded any sooner than that, but it will be up on Thursday. Uh, you can, of course, listen to the podcast pretty much wherever you download your podcasts, so Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Anchor, and even on YouTube, and like I said, besides those uh, many, many more platforms where you can download the podcast, it is pretty much everywhere. Now, I usually do a roundup of the top three news items at the beginning of every single episode, uh, but this time round, I've really only got one news story that I want to cover, and uh, we kind of featured it within the, uh, the the news items from last week, and it's about Tommaso Ciampa. So last week, when we uh, did the Wrestling with Johnners episode 28, we spoke about Tommaso Ciampa, uh, we spoke about how he was suffering with a neck injury, there was a chance through rehabilitation at the time, the rumour was that he may be okay, to wrestle to defend his NXT Championship at NXT TakeOver New York um, and that he was just <clears throat> sidelined until then hoping that he would be able to recover um, but things escalated very very quickly from there and it transpires that uh, um, he will not be in a side of wrestling ring for quite a while actually uh, probably beyond uh, the one year mark now uh, Tommaso Ciampa actually went in for surgery on Wednesday is, uh, is my understanding, Wednesday or Thursday, uh, it'll be out of action for over a year after um, having um, anterior 
cervical fusion surgery to repair his injured neck now like I say this all kind of happened very quickly because it was only two weeks ago when he was making his uh, Monday Night Raw and Smackdown Live debuts alongside Johnny Gargano uh, against the revival and then on the Tuesday against Cesaro and Sheamus in two very entertaining matches which uh, the reformed DIY actually won on those two occasions but uh, it turns out that the Smackdown live match was pretty much the last match that he had before being sidelined and ultimately having to uh, have this neck surgery which happened a few days ago um, which is going to keep him on the shelf for quite a long time it means that he's definitely not going to be able to defend his champion his NXT championship um, at NXT takeover New York as you would suspect the title title will be vacated it's a real blow to Tommaso Ciampa being as he was really starting to uh, make his name on the main roster he's been um, the best heel that NXT has seen in a long long time um, and ultimately he won the the gold uh, Goldie as he likes to call it uh, a few months ago he's defended it in classic matches against Johnny Gargano in many main events at uh, uh, recent takeovers and he will be a massive loss to the roster and to the product and uh, I'd say doubly so for Tommaso Ciampa because he just made his debut on the main roster and it looks like after takeover New York he was going to be a, a regular uh, or a permanent fixture on the main roster um, all of this has kind of been blown out of the water now with him being sidelined having had this uh, this uh, fusion surgery and um, yeah uh, well, hopefully when he does come back if he comes back there, there are some rumors out there that he, he may not uh, be able to ever return to the ring again after the surgery that was performed some of you may have seen pictures that are out there of the screws or the bolts or the steel plates that are going to be inserted uh, to uh, fuse or to repair the the, the injured neck of Tommaso Ciampa so Yes, let's keep our fingers crossed that he does make a full recovery and hopefully, you know, 12, 13, 14 months down the line, once he's had a chance to uh, recover, train, get back into ring shape, that he's given the all clear to come back to the ring. And hopefully his push won't be affected uh, by this surgery. Hopefully he'll be able to uh, continue where he left off. That'll be the best case scenario for Tommaso Ciampa, to continue where he left off. And hopefully this doesn't affect the push of Johnny Gargano as well. Johnny Gargano is a much smaller wrestler than the majority of the main roster out there. Um, <clears throat> being teamed up with Tommaso Ciampa might have given them both uh, a better chance of getting over on the main roster. Both extraordinarily talented guys, I'm sure nobody can take that away from them. But, um, you know, his size could be deemed a bit of a disadvantage, um, certainly to, you know, people like Vince McMahon, who have always preferred the, the bigger guys. But um, hopefully it won't affect the, the push of Johnny Gargano. So that, that does um, also mean that we're going to be getting a, a new main event, uh, NXT TakeOver New York. The title will be vacated. It will be up for grabs during uh, that, that main event, I'm assuming. Um, the rumoured match at the moment would be Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Adam Cole uh, wasn't, uh, wasn't due to be wrestling anybody at NXT TakeOver New York. Um, he may well have been in contention for the North American Championship. We saw him in a bit of a, 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 bit of a confrontation with Velveteen Dream on last week's NXT. On this week's NXT, and we'll talk about uh, this week's NXT in the podcast very soon, but we saw the Velveteen Dream and uh, Matt Riddle get into a little bit of a confrontation ringside. 
So, um, you know, there are rumours that it could be Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole or Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle. So it looks like it could be Matt Riddle versus Velveteen Dream for the North American Championship. And it looks like Adam Cole could be promoted up to the NXT Championship match in the main event against Johnny Gargano there. Um, So it will be interesting to see how that transpires. They do have one more set of tapings before the TakeOver event on the 5th of April in New York. Uh, which will hopefully uh, tidy up the the story surrounding Tommaso Ciampa and his um, his, his his absence. Uh, probably cover off some, something about his injury and the surgery that he's just had, um, and uh, lead into a fresh new storyline, new matchup going into NXT Takeover New York. Um, I still think uh, it's going to be a phenomenal show, like all takeovers are. It's a shame. That right at the end of the Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano storyline that they couldn't uh, finish this very last chapter of this nearly two-year saga between the two of them. Um, no doubt somewhere down the line this will be brought up and hopefully they'll get a chance to kind of bookend uh, this epic storyline, uh, possibly one of the, the best wrestling storylines in recent history. Um, but uh, my kind of uh, prayers go out to Tommaso Ciampa and I hope that he does make a full recovery and hopefully we'll see him in a wrestling ring again in the future. So let's uh, have a look at NXT UK as I mentioned earlier, from the 6th of March to this previous Wednesday. And uh, the show starts with a recap of the feud between Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin, leading to their epic and much-anticipated Falls Count Anywhere match tonight on NXT TV. This was an excellent video package that got me even more invested in this feud and the match between these two tonight. I must admit, uh, and for those of you that have listened to my reviews and my my podcast over the last uh, few weeks, that their feud so far, um, you've heard my thoughts that it's not really captured me as much as I would have liked, but tonight's main event uh, has got me excited, and this video package got me even more invested in this uh, this main event. Um, No doubt be a a, a fantastic blow-off to their their feud, which has uh, gone on for about three or four months now hopefully culminating in it being able to free these two uh, fantastic wrestlers Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks um, up for them to start new programs with somebody new on NXT TV in the coming weeks. The first match of the night is Ligero versus Joseph Connors so speaking of matches and rematches between wrestlers who have been uh, feuding for a while this opening match is between Ligero and Joseph Connors so there's been a there was a brief video uh, of Connors telling us how he's uh, been feuding with Ligero on the British independent wrestling circuit for many years and that he will be putting an end to Ligero in their match tonight. The last time we saw Ligero and Joseph Connors on NXT TV, uh, Ligero walked away with the victory. Uh, This would have been um, the the first match in the latest set of tapings uh, filmed a couple of weeks ago from Coventry. The match barely gets started before Joseph Connors dumps Ligero over the top rope and to the floor on the outside. Uh, back in the ring, Connors punishes Ligero with a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker, followed by a double foot stomp to the chest uh, of the Leeds Luchador. Connors gets a two-count off of a stiff clothesline, and Connors is, is definitely the aggressor as the match goes to the five-minute mark. Connors puts Ligero into a double armbar with a knee firmly planted into Ligero's back for extra pressure. Ligero eventually strikes back with a leg lariat and a springboard stunner for a close near fall. 
Connors manages to get a close near fall of his own. However, following an excellent slingshot DDT, there's another two count from Connors from a well-executed face buster. The match ends on the nine minute mark when Liguero rolls Joseph Connors up in a modified crucifix pin for the quick and surprising win for Liguero. Uh, surprisingly only because Connors did have the lion's share of the offence in what was a very good match uh, that had the fans in attendance on the edge of their seats with a number of false finishes and close near falls from both competitors here. Liguero extends a hand as a sign of sportsmanship but Connors avoids the handshake and exits the ring. We get a backstage interview with Tony Storm who asks, what's next for Tony Storm? As she walks off, we see Ginny walk into the frame, walk into the picture, uh, looking on as Tony Storm walks off. Now, that could very well answer Tony Storm's question as to who's next for her NXT Women's Championship. And uh, we'll probably feature these two facing off for the NXT UK Women's Championship on a future episode of NXT TV. Gallows are seen in some poorly lit uh, backstage area of the Coventry Skydome. Wolfgang starts by saying that Mark and Joe are related by blood, but that doesn't make this any less than a firm. We are all unique in our own way, but together we are Gallus, and Gallus are not to be disrespected. Joe, Con uh, Joe Coffey sends out a challenge to Walter and Pete Dunne whilst proclaiming that this is still very much their kingdom. Then Radzi is seen backstage chasing down the ring general Walter for an interview and asks the big Austrian how he responds to Gallus for their accusations of both Walter and Pete Dunne being disrespectful towards Gallus. Walter just looks on at Radzi and walks off without saying a word. Then we've got the combination of Stoker and Howley versus Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. Now this is the first time that we've seen the combo of Stoker and Howley. I'm not that familiar with them to be honest with you. But tonight they are going up against a formidable team. Um, and uh, one of the eight teams currently part of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, um, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. And of course we'll be covering uh, their match in the first round of the Dusty Cup a little later on. Eichner shows a display of his strength, catching his opponent in midair, only to bring him back down to earth with a huge slam. Stoker and Howley uh, do manage to get a couple of tags in, as well as a bit of offence against Bartel. But Bartel soon takes control with a wicked uppercut and a double underhook suplex before tagging Eichner back in, who starts to slap Stoker across the face. But the Union take control with a vicious flurry of offence, leading to their ever-impressive, impressive even, uh, assisted power slam. The match soon comes to an end when Eichner tags in Bartel uh, to finish off Stoker with a diving European uppercut power slam combo for the 1-2-3 and another impressive win for the European Union, Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner. We see a vignette for Kaylee Ray who will be making an NXT UK debut next week. But our next match is Charlie Morgan versus Nina Samuels. So we've seen Charlie Morgan on a couple of occasions here on NXT UK, but Nina Samuels is fast becoming a more prominent talent on the NXT UK women's roster. Samuels starts the match by going to work on Morgan's left arm. Nina Samuels does get a one count from a snapmare, uh, which is very reminiscent to uh, something you would see from Mr. Perfect. Uh, Samuels obviously paying homage to one of her heroes there. Morgan hits a sweet kick to the face of her opponent before nailing uh, a step up Enziguri. The match doesn't go much longer, however, as Samuels catches Charlie Morgan in midair from uh, a turnbuckle dive before hoisting Morgan onto her shoulders, allowing her to execute her netbreaker finisher for the pinfall victory after only three minutes. 
Uh, once again, Nina Samuels is fast becoming a star on the women's roster in NXT UK. And I look forward to seeing more from her in the coming weeks and months. We then see Pete Dunne at the UK Performance Centre where he is asked about the Coffee Brothers who sent out a challenge to both him and Walter um, in, 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 earlier on in the episode. Pete Dunne says that it doesn't matter if he and Walter can coexist. He has proven himself to Gallus time and time again. So with Walter or not, the next time the Coffees step into the ring with him, he'll make sure that it is the last time. Strong words there from the Bruiserweight. Are we going to be getting a tag match between the Bruiserweight and the Ring General Walter versus the Coffees? That would be an interesting encounter and uh, will help to further the storyline between Dunn and Walter as they head ever closer to NXT TakeOver New York where uh, they are rumoured to be facing each other for the WWE UK Championship. We do, however, see confirmation of this match in a tweet from NXT UK GM Johnny Saint, who confirms that we will indeed be getting UK champ Pete Dunne teaming up with Walter on next week's NXT UK to take on Mark and Joe the Coffee Brothers. Um, and of course, uh, the match will indeed be covered right here on Wrestling with Jonas. Then we got the main event of this hour of NXT UK. Uh, Travis Banks versus Jordan Devlin in the first ever Falls Count Anywhere match on NXT UK TV. Neither Banks or Devlin are prepared to wait for the bell to ring as they meet each other in the aisleway where this brawl begins. Banks punishes Devlin's with, uh, Devlin with a suplex on the outside, getting a two count for his troubles. Both men start brawling into the crowd and uh, Banks nails Devlin with some crisp knife-edge chops as they go into the stands. Devlin falls from the stands down onto the hard floor below, but Travis Banks chooses to, uh, chooses to follow his opponent, but not by walking down the steps that they used to get up there in the first place, but by launching himself from the edge of the stands a good 15 feet up with an incredible dive straight onto his opponent for an awesome close near fall. Uh, there are um, holy shit chants as Devlin and Banks make their way back to the ringside area. Uh, Devlin gets a steel chair but is unable to use it on Banks on this occasion. Banks tries a uh, tope dive through the ropes only to be rocked by the chair shot from the Irish ace. Banks clutches his left knee as Devlin throws him back into the ring to continue laying in the beating. Devlin executes a backbreaker for a two count. Devlin hits a, uh, his patented Uranagi slam followed by a standing moonsault for an impressive two count. However, Devlin tries a Spanish fly on the outside only for Banks to grab hold of the top rope, sending Devlin crashing all on his lonesome backwards into the steel chair um, on the floor from the earlier attack. The fans in Coventry ask for tables and Travis Banks kindly obliges setting one up on the outside. Back inside the ring, his, uh, attempt, he attempts a drop kick uh, which connects sending Devlin crashing into the poorly positioned referee who was directly behind the action, knocking the ref to the outside. Travis is able to hit his Kiwi Crusher Fisherman Buster for an easy uh, visual pinfall, uh, but there's no referee to make the count. Devlin regains the control as the referee comes back into the ring just in time to count another close near fall from a Jordan Devlin moonsault. In one of the spots of the match, Jordan Devlin hits a picture-perfect suicide suplex or a superplex from the top turnbuckle. But instead of covering, goes for back-to-back -back suplexes, only for Travis Banks to perform his Kiwi Crusher from out of nowhere for a two-count of his own. 
both men staggered to their feet and make their way to the outside once again where Banks nails a double stomp to the knee of Jordan Devlin uh, before both men make their way onto the ring apron where Jordan Devlin blocks an attempted suplex from Travis Banks only for Devlin to execute his Spanish fly off the ring apron directly through the setup table at ringside uh, covers and gets to one two three and the pinnacle victory on Travis Banks on the 17 minute mark. That was an excellent match, a really, really fantastic match. Uh, from the dive from Banks onto Devlin, from the uh, from the stands 15 feet high, through to the top turnbuckle superplex by Devlin earlier on in the match, uh, which was followed by the Kiwi Crusher um, from Banks from out of nowhere, uh, all of which led to this exciting climax in Devlin, um, putting himself and his opponent through the table with this uh, wild Spanish 